forever. Dog. Hi, Anna. Hi, Andrew. And hey, everybody else. And welcome to our podcast, Scary Scary Stories Stories to to Tell tell on the Pod. pod. It's a podcast podcast (laughs) about things and stories and places and scaries and spookies. Yes. Um, (laughs) And it's a Monday. It is. And it's the Monday after Thanksgiving. So everyone is... You know, making hateful comments about their body um, in a way that we've just sort of accepted as a society. I know for a month and a half of all of our lives. Now it's like, ugh, I'm such a I'm such a hog idiot. Like, I'm, I'm, so, I'm such a hog idiot. <laughs> I'm such a stupid, worthless piece of hell. I would absolutely shred my ass with a knife if I could reach my stupid, big, fat hog ass. Everybody, it's okay. This this part of the year, it's built in for you not to be, you know, as as tight as you normally are for the rest of the year. Like, calm it's down. So we don't die. Yeah, it's it's the only thing that allows us to be a little happy sometimes. So just you know, wear a sweater and get over yourself. Yeah, accept the happiness given to you by the unpaid emotional labor of the women in your family. <laughs> My dad helps. No, your dad set a grease fire in the backyard, <laughs> like deep frying the turkey again. Oh that happens dad... so often. Oh my God. People are trying to kill themselves with these turkeys. I one time, this was very out of character for my brother Pete because he's a very careful, cautious person. But uh, I went and spent Thanksgiving with him several years ago and he bought a, a deep deep fryer to deep fry the turkey and in the middle of us frying it it started to snow and sleet and when little bits of ice fall into boiling oil (gasps) um it explodes (laughs) and so we had to like i mean he had you know it's like a a big backyard new hampshire so like it wasn't in danger of burning down any structure but we just had to stand like 20 feet from it as oil was like um, How long did that go on for? Um, as long as we there, there is like a cover that you put over it, um, and we managed to get that on. But there were some there were some splatterings that I think at least ruined some clothes and maybe burned some skin. Man, it's not worth it. It tastes uh, fine, <laughs> but it's not I know. worth it. Here's the thing: ultimately, the turkey is still going to taste some. <laughs> it's going to be a high or a low B plus. Yeah, a full a full at B best. plus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now we are firmly in the holiday season. Which... It's officially Christmas Day. Yeah, did you know? Um, and did, maybe, have you heard? Maybe you've done some of your Black Friday shopping, uh, or maybe you did. Maybe you're in the midst of Cyber Monday. You know? Maybe you're you're going all the way in on Cyber Monday. You're <laughs> down on one knee for Cyber Monday. Um, And a thing that I feel like is going around this year is people being like, I'm not getting gifts. I'm getting experiences, which sounds great. But then at the same time, it's like that takes so much more thought and an emotional energy to put together. I know. My dad asked for T-I-M-E time. Anytime I ask him anything and I'm like, that's not helpful. I don't have time. That's very sweet. 
we're both going to die strangers to each other. It's just <laughs> no, not. No. Oh, my God. Oh also, boy. my parents don't understand how much more time I spend talking to them and with them than everyone else I know. Oh, yeah. They just don't understand how good they have it. Right, right. When I occasionally you hear about someone who's like, I talk to my parents every day and I'm like, what do you do for a living? You know, that's basically me. I you talk do, to them once every few days. That's a, that's really impressive, Anna. You're like the busiest person. They should know how, you know, you're making a well, big effort. I'm really not because I'll call them when I'm like watching my dog try to heave a shit out of her ass. <laughs> but like, know. you know. My dad gets upset sometimes because he's like, you only ever call me when you're walking somewhere. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, welcome to the 21st Um, century. Oh, but something I think we should start something we should start saying at the beginning of our podcast is that we are a comedy podcast. That's also about scary stories, because I think very important people are tuning in very confused as to why we're giggling and laughing. Wow. And that that's simply why. And I never never thought of that. Yeah, we yeah, are we are think, primarily we are primarily here to make to make each other laugh, uh, yeah. and and to lighten the weight of scary things through laughter. Yes, um, there are many amazing podcasts that are horror related, and the the main horror. focus is, as Anna would put it, to spook your whole ass off. But you know, ours ours is a, a podcast mm-hmm. for frightened people again. Um, so just so we're it clear, it is. It's for frightened people. Who like being frightened and like being people mm-hmm. <laughs> and also dislike both of those things. <laughs> and um, now because we, so are, yeah. we are firmly in the holiday season, a lot of people forget this, but this was kind of the original spooky season. Um, there's a grand Victorian tradition of telling ghost stories. I mean, think of a Christmas Carol, um, think of black Christmas. I mean, there's a lot of spooky Christmas stuff. And so we are firmly setting ourselves in that brain and heart and mind space. We are. Uh, What's the song that has it? There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmas as long, long ago. I know. Yeah, that's it's the most wonderful time of the year. So usually you just glide right past the scary ghost stories and you're like, that gets us to the word glories. <laughs> and that gets us to Christmas as long, long ago. But if you'll if you'll stop on the first line. Right. You'll notice. And it makes sense because it's getting days are getting shorter. Nights are getting longer. Night is a classically spooky time of day. Uh, it would make a lot of sense for people to be creeped out. Absolutely. It's ghost time. It's ghost time. Uh, and Anna, because it is a Monday, it is a scary Mindy. story day. And it's your turn. It is my turn to read a story from uh, Stephen Gamble's compilation of scary stories called Scary Stories to Tell the Dark. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, iconic illustrations by... Uh, wait, did I say Stephen Gamble? You did, but but I, now so we've reached... stupid. <laughs> I'm so stupid. I have to go to the hospital. No, no. I have to. No. Andrew, do me a favor. Call me a hospital. (laughs) I'm going to the hospital. Just a whole hospital lumbering towards your home. I'm coming for you, Anna. No. To put you in me and treat you. No. (laughs) (laughs) I can see a little bit of Rosemary Kennedy inside of it. That's where I'm I'm being eaten by the right hospital. Send me there. Oh, my God. (laughs) Anyway, of course, Alvin Schwartz is the folklorist who Mm -hmm. has collaborated. No. Yeah. Uh, Worked Um, again. Combined combined these stories and retold them uh, with illustrations by Stephen Gamble. 
and the illustrations are iconic. Okay. Uh, hugely. Maybe a better person could have said all of that in 11 words. I've I doubt never it. been good. I doubt I've it. I've never in my entire life been good. I've always been important. <laughs> I have yet to do one good thing. That's not true at all. You've done many good things. The all the first and only good thing I'll do is to die. <laughs> and uh, everything up oh. till then is absolute botched. It's botched. Anna will not receive this information because she's a very humble person, but she has done many good and admirable and hugely impressive things, which I don't need to tell you, gentle listeners, because you already know that. No, you know what? I was thinking, I don't think our listeners are afraid of us enough. I think they should be more (laughs) afraid of us. I think that they don't know that we're important. Imagine a listener (laughs) calling the police and being like, I heard a scary podcast. (laughs) Call the cops on us. See what happens. Oh, no. Now someone will do that. Ugh. Oh my God. Although I will say there's a line in um, It's a Wonderful Life, which is my favorite Christmas movie by mm-hmm. birth. I was I inherited that mm-hmm. <laughs> where Mary is in the bushes and George has her clothes and she says, I'll call the police. And he says, no, they're all the way downtown. They'd be on my side anyway. <gasps> sucks. Oh, that sucks. I know. I didn't even it's think of really, that. It's uh, really, it's not ideal. It is sort of the, um, I would like to see John Legend and and whoever else fixed that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see them do the baby. It's called outside treatment. What Who was that it? Movie? John Legend and which one? Um, Kelly Clarkson. Was it them? Yeah. Okay. It was Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. What, was I, what? what if, what if it's a wonderful life? Just the end, like the angel came and then was like, and I'm sending you straight to hell for putting your, putting your wife in a terrible situation while she was naked in a bush. Yeah. And that's just it. I want to. <laughs> and Clarence is like, you're canceled and then Clarence looks at the camera and says okay boomer and then he like a bullet hole opens in his head and then he falls down and behind him is George Bailey and he says cancel this mm-hmm. this all sounds great and then it, and then it cuts thought. to Catherine O'Hara's face and she claps her 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 hands on her face and she inexplicably says Kevin and then it just yes ends. It is Catherine O'Hara. Did I say Cat? Did I say Kathleen O'Hara? You said Catherine O'Hara. I was thinking Maureen O'Hara, which is one step away from Donna Reed. Oh, oh, Donna and Reed there we is go. In it's Wonderful Life. Cat- Maureen O'Hara is in A Quiet Man, which is also um, something I've inherited by blood. Right. That that um, has another problematic scene in it. It sucks. The top to bottom, it's not great. Um, <laughs> but these are things that I've watched in my aunt's den. Yeah. That my entire family knows all the words to. And before you come for us, this is a different type of scary thing. This is a societal scary thing. So. You know what? If you're not afraid, you're not paying attention. (laughs) This week's story, you don't have a choice. I've chosen the story. (laughs) Oh, Um, boy. And Andrew, I'm aware I cut you off a little bit. Oh, no, I do it constantly. And I'm so sorry. Were you going to say something important or was it going to suck? It was going to suck. And that should be a thing also that should be made clear because (laughs) Anne and I are once again uh, uh, recording from opposite coasts. Any cutoffs of each other is not out of disrespect. It is truly out of the limits of technology. Andrew and I have a once a month fist fight where we get out all our aggression. (laughs) It really helps us. Oh, So what is this story this weekend? The story that I've chosen for you. That I hope you enjoy, but I don't care either way. 
Um, no, I do. Um, this is from Scary Stories 3, More Tales to Chill Your Bones. And this story is a straight up and down ghost story that scares me very much. And the illustration I find to be perhaps the scariest of all of them, oh except for the haunted house. Um, and this story is... The only way to pronounce it is to is to try. Okay. I'm not going to get it right. The name of the story is... Oh, perfect. Yep. <laughs> so that's a T-H-U-P-P-P-P-P-P exclamation with hyphens in between all of it. Wow. After Sarah... Oh, nope, okay. you go ahead. After Sarah went to bed, she saw a ghost. Okay, this is classic. That's mm-hmm. a classic intro. It's where she is. It's what the bed is. It's what she saw. It was sitting on her dresser, staring at her through two black holes where its eyes had been. She shrieked, and her mother and father came running. There, there, there's a ghost on my dresser, she said, trembling. It was staring at me. When they turned on the light, it was gone. You were having a bad dream, her father said. Now go to sleep. But after they left, there it was again sitting on her dresser, staring at her. She pulled the blanket over her head and fell asleep. The next night, the ghost was back. It was up on the ceiling, staring down at her. When Sarah saw it, she screamed. Again, her mother and father came running. It's up on the ceiling, she said. When they turned on the light, nothing was there. It's your imagination, her mother said, and gave her a hug. Which is the feminine version of what her dad did. (laughs) Correct. Her dad said, your brain is lying to you. Shut up. I'm devoid of emotion. I'm a, I'm a being of logic. Once a year, I cry into a stake. That's it. (laughs) Um, but after they left, there it was again, staring down at her from the ceiling. She put her head under the pillow and fell asleep. Wow. I'm always amazed in these stories. When someone sees a supernatural entity and then manages to fall asleep, often due to putting their head under the covers or their head under a pillow. No, you could still. I always wonder what these things were like. I would feel like I could hear it, even if it wasn't making any sounds. Oh, yeah. Like I'm picturing her under like a crocheted Afghan Mm. blanket. Like you can still really that's not blocking a lot. No, I mean, I couldn't. One time I was a kid and in Florida, we have these things called palmetto bugs, which are giant flying cockroaches. And I couldn't even deal with it. So I just put a cup over it. And then the whole night I just heard it like around in the cup. And it was the worst thing I could imagine. And so that a ghost, a ghost is a cup. Let's see. A ghost is a hundred times a cockroach. I think I would. I think that's absolutely fair. Yeah. Although sometimes seeing a cockroach is twice a ghost. <laughs> Depending on the situation. Cockroach in the bathtub, twice a ghost. Ugh. I did a full like Tom and Jerry legs lady when I saw a cockroach recently in my kitchen. <laughs> it, it is unbelievable. I've basically stopped shaving my legs. I sort of don't wear makeup. Showering is optional. But then when I see a little kitchen critter, oh. I am like, eee! <laughs> with my little patent pumps and like gingham apron just sort of dancing on a chair oh well um, yeah the math the math in that checks out then 
It does. But I'm thrilled to say that my um, building superintendent went into my apartment at some point when I wasn't home and sprayed behind the um, oven and oh, didn't tell good. me that he was doing that. That's but good. He, <laughs> he didn't. He was like, I'll do it tomorrow. And I was like, OK. And then I figured he would like call me when he got there. But he just <laughs> went in and did it. Wow. I both, guess that I guess I like it. Yeah, that's both good. It's like good for now and and maybe a thing to deal with later. You know what I mean? You know. Yeah. I he's he's short. I could take him. <laughs> he's very sweet. Okay. Um I also like the subtle heightening of the first night she puts the blanket over her head. Mm-hmm. The next night she puts a pillow over her head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um also, I don't understand how people put a pillow over their head and then go to sleep. Like, no, isn't that you how you kill someone? That's how you kill someone, <laughs> is you put a pillow over their head. So I'm... I know. it's That's how you kill someone when you're saying, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, the, the way you kill someone is you put their um, medication out of reach. You knock it on the floor. Classic. Yeah. That's the only way. Yep. Okay. The next night, the ghost was back. It was sitting on her bed, staring at her. Sarah called to her parents, and they came running. It's on my bed, she said. It's looking and looking at me. When they turned on the light, nothing was there. You're upset over nothing, her father said. Sucks. He kissed... Hold on. This next sentence. He kissed her on the nose and tucked her in. Now go to sleep. Are you what? Is your dad an adorable <laughs> deer? Like I don't understand. Wait a minute. Okay, I figured it out. This all makes sense. Her dad is one of those men who was never diagnosed with Asperger's as a child, mm-hmm. and people are like, "Why does my dad never do this thing right?" Or like, women are like, "Why is my husband this way?" Yeah, and it's just that they are raised in families that didn't believe in like. Um, physical contact oh god yeah yeah yeah, my that sounds very feasible my alternative pitch is that it's just like a tesla dad (laughs) like like it's just a beginning (laughs) tesla dad where it's like it on the outset looks like a dad but just gets certain things very wrong you know a tesla dad yeah have you seen the tesla truck oh yeah (laughs) it's like a tesla dad yeah, so he's kind of like boxy they, and he comes in and it's like, he's like any other dad. See, he kisses and he kisses on the nose and then it's and, embarrassing for everybody. And then he says, I've got a, a bulletproof nose. Throw a steel ball at my nose. You're like, I'm not doing that. Of course it's going to break your nose. And he's like, no, 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 do it. <laughs> and then you do it and it breaks his whole face. And a whole auditorium of people goes, oh, by now, I assume we've all seen the video of um, Elon Musk hiring some sort of... I, I'm supposing it's the boy whose blood he receives. <laughs> some athlete boy throws a, a steel ball at the Tesla truck, the new Tesla truck's window, which are purported to be bulletproof. He says, throw it at that, and it easily breaks it. Um, and so they say, easily. oh, try it on the back one. Try it on the back window. And he does it. And of course, the same thing happens because it's glass and a steel ball. And it's right at the beginning of his lecture. So then he has to stand in front of this broken thing the whole time he's talking about how great it is. It's so oh. insane. And it just shows you like how early on people pitch this stuff and also like <laughs> how expensive those things must be. Right. Right. 
Oh, boy. Okay, so dad kisses I, her on the nose. That's weird. Dad kisses her right on the nose. It's just, it's not, it's not fun or cool. It's just simply what he did. Open mouth nose kiss. <laughs> oh, no. He's Frenching her nose. The mother <laughs> is standing there sort of clutching her robe closed with her eyebrows. Sort in, of in her head making plans together. to go to her sister's tomorrow. She's like, I'm going to do, she's basically doing the Nicole Kidman and therapist thing on um, Big Little Lies where it's like, <laughs> you need a plan. <laughs> um, okay. But after they left, there it was again, sitting on her bed, staring at her. Why are you doing this to me? Sarah asked. Why don't you leave me alone? The ghost put its fingers in its ears and wiggled them at her. Then it stuck out its tongue and went, <laughs> I'm sorry, I read the sentence wrong. Let me read it again. <laughs> then it stuck out its tongue and went, um, and then it explains that this is giving the raspberry. Um, do you have the book there with you? I just have not, not in front of picture. me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but, but I will um, say this is, I will note, uh, this is the first of the funny, scary stories that we have read. Yes. This is in the funny, scary story section. Yeah. Um, although, um, although now Anna, like the idea of a ghost going like, is funny, but the idea of a ghost looking dead at you in the eyes and going like that's very scary. A ghost doing a bad job of giving the raspberries very frightening. <laughs> very frightening. Spooky, spooky. Um, and then the illustration I find to be extremely scary. Yes. Um, it is, it's sort of got alien face. Mm-hmm. Um, no mouth. No mouth. Well, there's sort of like a little bit of a horizontal line. The eyes are very far apart. The ah. eyes are a little bit like a shark. Um, and there's like a little bit of a horizontal line where the nose would be. And then like a little bit of a dark indentation where a mouth might be. And the head is the head. You know what it is? It's um, Tommy from Rugrats. <gasps> You're right. Because the ears. Yeah. The ears are sort yeah. of low inside. What happened to nose. Tommy? One of his dad's inventions, maybe, fell on him. Oh, my God. I forgot that his dad was an inventor. Yeah. Stu. Was his dad Elon Musk? <laughs> his dad was Elon Musk. And it, and he was like, I also... I've built an indestructible son. Someone throw a steel ball at him. <laughs> and then he died. And then he was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but so it's sort of in the corner of a room. It's above sort of a homespun little dresser with a little square alarm clock and a little lamp. And it's floating in like a dark shadow. Mm -hmm. And behind it is sort of a, a a little bit of a carbon copy of itself. Like there's one oh, eye right. that's sort of reflected back. Yeah. Um, and then it's got a neck with like a lot of tendons and veins and stuff. Oh. And then the arm and leg situation is all over the place. There isn't really a body. The legs go up and touch shoulder. Right. There's the beginnings of a chest and like collarbone area, mm -hmm. but then those take off into two like a little bit Popeye looking arms that are very spindly. spindly. Yeah. There's a little bit of a shoulder on the right side. The left side, there's just a big hole mm -hmm. and like a connective 
sort of tissue of the arm to the leg. And then there's two hands on the right side with some Stephen Gamble roots coming out of the fingers. Yep. And then on the left side, it's sort of like it's too bright, like it's blown out. <laughs> yes. Okay. Like yeah. Overexposed. Yeah. Um, and just one hand. And then the legs are very um, sort of, they're long but stubby. And then the feet sort of look like bone tendony, but also with that like overexposed light quality. Yeah, the feet always really creep me out. Oh, the feet are bad. They're and they sort of disappear. Um, and there's a lot of like foggy, sort of cloudy, shadowy, and then there's cracks in the wall, which mm-hmm. is very Stephen Gamble. Um, and lots of like blotchy, shadowy. It's so scary. It would be. It is an atypically for one of the funnier stories, and it is it is an atypically frightening image because even if it were to do something so silly as to make a farting noise with its mouth, um, that nothing undoes that it's a ghost doing that, and that the ghost is terrifying looking. No, I would have died from fright immediately, which <laughs> we all know now is something that can happen. Yeah, it happens fairly regularly. Yeah. Um. um I know. Like if I. Am, uh, here's my argument mm-hmm. to see any ghost if it's a ghost that looks exactly like a person that is so fucking scary because it's something unexpected and human in your house oh yeah if you see something that's let's say got a couple degrees of scary ghostiness to it like they're in like a nightgown or like an old-timey outfit or they're a little bit see-through or they're kind of dead that's so scary it i'm already scary. dead yeah if I saw this thing in my house, I would run into the woods and live there. Like, there's no coming back. I'd never go back to work. Oh, yeah. Full nightmare. I would be over. Well, and also, I mean, uh, I think for me as a kid, this thing that scared me about this was not being believed by parents. That's very yeah. scary. Um, And several times, there's almost kind of a... Like reverse girl who uh, girl who cried wolf thing here happening where it's yeah. like she's seeing it and for whatever reason they just don't believe her right away. It's more like girl who saw wolf <laughs> is being gaslit. Her needs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, um, I know. I was scared by the idea that like when your parents are gone, you're really alone and there's a ghost there. Mm. Like there's just no. Like, even if people come to help you, that's not going to help. Because once they leave, you're fucked. Oh, no. Um, Who would we cast? That's such a good question. The (laughs) Sarah person. I feel like I want to cast some of the stars from my favorite Israeli soap opera, Shtisel. If you guys aren't watching Shtisel, I guess I understand. It's like a... (laughs) It's an Israeli show about ultra orthodox people and it's just it's a little bit like seventh heaven what what is this Um, on it's on netflix i'm so obsessed with it there's like a jim and pam will they or won't they between two first cousins oh boy (laughs) and it's presented like fairly respectfully oh my god um there are some characters that are like ew no but then when people people root for them but uh Anyway, for Sarah, I would cast um, any of the main the main women from it. Uh, you've got you've got Nada Riskin. You've got Eilat Schurer. Of um, course, the other names I've forgotten. <laughs> two, um, two names is good. Two names is pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, yeah, so I'd cast them for Sarah. Who are you thinking for Sarah? Um, yeah, I think I think someone who is an unknown, at least to me, is a is a cool idea. Um, uh, uh, the the young actress lead in Doctor Sleep, I think, is very good and very good at like oh, cool. uh, um, portraying both being spooked and also being uh, like angry and assertive. You know, it's like a good, oh, yeah. she's got like that good balance. That's smart. Uh, the other good thing with her is that she's a child and the people I listed are in their 40s. <laughs> although, although I love, oh, like um, <laughs> Pen15, like something about, yeah. something about a convincing adult as a child is very, very good. Like my, I, I could so see funny. like Maya Erskine as her character Maya in Pen15 in this role. I would oh, love. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah, someone who like is a little um a little like she needs help. Yeah. You know, like she's not she's not super independent. Yeah, in fact, my whole my whole casting would be that family unit. So like the actor who plays Al Borland as the father, uh okay. Maya Erskine's mother, who's a real mother, as the mother, and then Maya Erskine as 13-year-old herself in that role. That's good. And then the ghost? I'm- well, I'm sorry. I'm not done casting. Oh, please, Sarah. I would cast. Um, I would cast entirely from the cast of 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days. <laughs> Sarah is Avery. Um, the mom is um, uh, is her mom, and the dad, I guess, is Omar. I don't know what's going on. Is her stepdad, who's her same age? Oh my god, this, this mashup. This episode of podcast is for three people and I'm two of them. So um, who would you cast as the ghost? Okay. The ghost. Um, oh, do you know this storyteller? He's done stuff on the moth a lot. I think his name is Edgar Oliver. Is he British? He isn't, but he has the craziest accent I've ever heard where it's like, mother always said. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, guy. Him is the ghost I would love. Oh, that's really good. I, I think, feel like he'd be good at the thuppapapapa. Oh, it's a dream of mine and maybe one day we'll have him on to like, or if we did a live show to have him read one of these stories. Like he's another one who's like got such a good voice for this. And oh, it's just yeah. like this amazing sort of oh my like God. I don't even know who talks like this. And he's from the South. It's like so bizarre and interesting. And he's a That's right. Great and you know what? I just looked him up and his birthday is Halloween. It is? Yes. That's incredible. Oh, he's cast. He's cast. He's got it. Um got the damn part. <laughs> um that's good. Yeah, I would cast, I guess, Elmer Fudd, but that's a cartoon. Um, yeah. Oh, but I, but he's, the head shape is, is down pat. It's good. Or maybe even a Sam Richardson sort of playing against type. Um, sorry, there's just, there's just a very, (laughs) there's, there's someone vacuuming like an industrial vacuum in the hallway. Oh yeah, I heard that. (laughs) I promise that I am not recording this podcast while I vacuum. (laughs) It helps me calm down. <laughs> um, Anna, this is a really this this story really is a great introduction towards and again us introducing this is both a funny podcast and a scary podcast, but it's airing more on the side of funny, and this is kind of the vibe of that story. Yeah, it really it's a it's a pick your poison kind of situation. Do you walk away scared? Do you walk away confused? Do you walk away laughing? 
Is yeah. it a little combination of all of that? Mm-hmm. Do you, yeah, do you walk away considering, you know, how many pillows could you sleep under before suffocating? What would no. be, what would be the boiling point for that? You know, um, I know now I'm going to be thinking about that. Yeah. What do you think your answer is? Um, it depends on the pillow. If it is, uh, if it's like a memory foam pillow, I mean, I, I'm two, two or three tops, you know, if, if your mouth hits it at the right angle, you're going to suffocate. Um, but if it's like, you know, my like cheap target microfiber pillows, I mean, you're going to need like six or seven. Yeah. I, I'm having like a very, I'm watching myself have a very cocky response to this. I'm like, I could do like a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Internally, that was my thought process, it's, and I thought I'd share that with you. Per- it's such a particular form of like aggro energy <laughs> to be like, I could sleep under a hundred pillows and not suffocate. No problem. <laughs> Try me. Let's do this right now. Let's get this going. Uh, Knock on the neighbors' doors. One time, I no one had challenged me, and maybe I've told this story before, but we, you know, we we're like forty episodes in. Um, <laughs> Uh, some once, once like the neighborhood kids and I, when I was a kid, not like me as an adult playing with the neighborhood kids. Um, Hey, Hey, we we had all an ice cream truck had come through our neighborhood and the ice cream truck also sold candy and we had all gotten long tubes of pixie sticks. Uh And I, I dared myself to, I was like, I bet I can drink a Dixie cup of pixie sticks and everyone poured some of their pixie stick into a Dixie cup. And I I don't know what, I don't know where this hubris came from. I'm not, I'm not like a, like a performative, like I'm the best sort of person. I don't know. Maybe I just wanted a lot of pixie sticks. I don't know. So I sat there and I (laughs) will never forget the sound it made as I poured it in my mouth. It just was like, and instantly (laughs) it absorbed all the moisture in my mouth and throat (laughs) And I started choking and I immediately went like, (laughs) and a mushroom cloud of pixie stick powder came out. (laughs) And it's kind of miraculous that I didn't get some um, like, like irritated form of pneumonia because I must have inhaled so much chemical sugar coating my lungs. Um, Andrew. Yeah, one day it'll kill me probably. That must have been like, that sounds like you did the cinnamon challenge to yourself. Yeah, I did it to myself. and You dared yourself. I dared myself. And I think uh, maybe that has changed me forever since then. I think I'm just like, yeah, I'm not, I don't need to impress anybody. <laughs> like, like, but that's really also matter. that sort of process of people donating their pixie stick filling to the self dare and then seeing how poorly it went. It must have been how the investors in Tesla felt <laughs> watching some strapping hunk throw a giant bullet through the window easily. Anna, this is why this is why you are a successful comedy writer because it's all about bringing it back, which you did so beautifully. God damn! Thank you for saying so. You're very welcome. Just, um, That's the truth. I'm tap dancing as fast as I can for these people, Andrew. I just, I, I would like for them to find me um, good. <laughs> me too. Oh, me too. Um, Anna, um, what's something spooky that happened to you this week? Well, something spooky I guess I'll share is that I am currently, I know it's out of season to share this, but I am, it's the night before Thanksgiving when we're recording this and I'm home That's true. in my parents' basement. <gasps> um, and I am currently sitting in the basement in my father's cedar closet um, with the door closed 
So I'm surrounded by my parents' um, summer clothes and Halloween costumes oh. and my mother's equestrian gear from <gasps> college. Right, yes. And I see her little um, helmet and and this is a spooky area to be in because I believe that my basement is haunted. Oh, yeah. Not in a real way, not like in an adult who has interesting ways of <laughs> thinking about, you know, the paranormal. I think just more like a child would think that their basement is haunted. That's how I feel. <laughs> Like there um, is a ghost with chains down there who's like, stop. oh, sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> I can say that. You can't say that. <laughs> no, stop, 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 stop. That was so scary. No, I'm scared now. I have my back to the area that I find spooky. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, I'm scared. Sorry. Um, and now I, I'm drinking out of my mother's um, true blood mug, which is spooky. Oh, that is perfect. <laughs> a true blood mug. It's a true blood mug. True blood mug. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm going to piggyback on with another scary thing that happened. Yeah. I was just walking Ladybird, and it's fully nighttime, even though it's like it's pitch black instantly at three o'clock. <laughs> um, and I was walking her, and she was sniffing in an area, and I saw what I thought was a ghost drunk man head oh, no. sort of loll out <gasps> from behind a bush and it was like glowing purple and it turns out that it was a lawn inflatable ornament turkey oh wearing a pilgrim hat that was just sort of blowing around these inflatables are out of control they're nasty this yeah. one was small which i appreciated but but on thanksgiving like i think it's tacky enough at christmas but a thanksgiving long island and massapequa in particular loves inflatables I will say. Well, because you know what it is? The men are not going to lift a finger to <laughs> help make um, holiday special because that's not how they were raised. So then <laughs> they're the ones who are doing the lawn ornaments, but they're not, um, they're oh not my very gosh. helpful. <laughs> so the inflatable is something easy that you can do that feels like you're using like a power tool because mm-hmm. it plugs in. Um, it, I know. It, I agree. It does feel forced. Um, it's a little, it's always a boy turkey. Right. Where are the women? Oh, I guess do women turk do do women turkeys do female do turkey, women turkeys do women turkeys? Hello, butterball. <laughs> Should we call the butterball hotline and ask it? Do, do women turkeys? <laughs> I'm gonna Google this. This does bring me to my spooky Our, thing that happened. Um, yeah, tell me. So I'm going to a friendsgiving tomorrow with our with mm-hmm. our friends Billy Domino and. Mike Spence and uh, just a, a, a small group of our friends. Um, and then we're having, Chris and I are having like a little, a little like Thanksgiving dinner, like a little one just to have our own like stuff and make our own things on Friday. And because it's not enough people to like get a turkey, I went to our grocery store uh, to get a like a roaster chicken. And um, I don't know if you've ever been to the grocery store John's in uh, in Los Angeles, it is a chain of grocery not. stores that is um, purposefully made to mimic another grocery store chain called Vons. So John's is, oh. a, is like a fake Vons. Yes, I know that one. And I believe it's Russian owned. And so there's like some really amazing um, like bakery items that are that I'm sure would be difficult to find elsewhere. That's cool. But some of the uh, uh food selection there is very strange where there's like a whole aisle of like Armenian brandies as, as our friend Billy pointed out. Um, but then I went to get a, a, like a, just a chicken and there were no chicken. Like there was no like roasting chickens. 
So I go up to the uh, deli counter, like the butcher counter, and I wait a long time. And then I finally, he finally sees me and, uh, and I'm like, hi, do you have like roasting chickens? And he looks at me like I am out of my mind and like I am, you know, Tom Hanks and Castaway dressed in raggedy clothing. And he's like, mm, we have duck. And he lifts up a duck. Like <laughs> He just had one. And I was like, no, no, like just a roast, just like a roast chicken to make a roast chicken. And then he was like, we have turkey, we have duck and we have Cornish hens. <laughs> and I was like, you have Cornish hens, but not regular chickens. And then he was like, we have chicken parts. And it felt like I was in a um, a Kafka story because then I was like, do you have the chickens whole before you turn them into parts? And he was like, we have rotisserie chickens. And I was like, do you have rotisserie chicken that's not cooked yet? And then he was like, "Mm." and he looked and he came back and he was like, the only uncooked rotisserie chickens we have are less than a pound and a half. And I was like, that's a Cornish hen. And what? it just was this never ending cycle. He was trying to help me, but it was like I was in an alternate universe where the concept of having a roast chicken was like very foreign. But it's like there might be no more universal like type of meat than chicken <laughs> and like a roast chicken. And uh, yes. and I began to feel completely crazy and I did break out in a sweat and then I went in the 10 items or less line. I had like three items and then I noticed everyone in front of me had like 40 items in their carts and then I was like, oh, oh, is this not the express line? And then the uh, person behind me was like, no, it is. And it just was like all rhyme and reason in the world had gone wrong and I felt like I was going to leave and it would be like a Mad Max universe. Um it's very scary Andrew. to feel like every expectation you have is wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I, it's very spooky. I do have to say, I found this story. You told me yesterday the story. I found it spookier before I knew that, you know, sort of the 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 old billionaire under the sheet in a Scooby-Doo episode. Like, that's not what that was. It's actually this. Uh-huh. Like the old billionaire in this story is that you went to a shitty grocery store. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. I think that's what happened. That's my mistake. I think you went to a bad grocery store (laughs) that's a ripoff of other (laughs) bad grocery stores. And that was my punishment. And they did a bad job. That was my punishment and that's fair. (laughs) I don't think it's a punishment. I just think it's something to consider. Yeah. But no, no, you're right. You're right. I'm not trying to be antagonistic. I just... No, it's important. It's important to have friends who make you look at your own choices critically. And that is something that now I'm realizing. I just should have walked the extra couple blocks to another grocery store. I think I, I feel like a weird loyalty to John's because I'm like, it should be good. Like they should have marshmallows. So why don't they have marshmallows? <laughs> they don't have. It's like too giant and also too small. That was like it. Yeah. It's the size and shape of a liquor store. It's it's bad. And one time I went and I thought I was getting basil and I went to the check. It was like in the thing marked basil. And I went to go check out and the checkout person looked at me and she was like, do you know what this is? And I was like, basil. And then she laughed and then she turned to um, another checkout person and then they laughed and then I laughed and then she never told me what it was. And then on the receipt, it said that it was Kratom. What? And I looked it up and it I couldn't find anything. 
and then I posted it. Then I posted a picture of it on Facebook, and um, and <laughs> and our friend Mara, who I believe her sister, like she knew someone who is an herbologist. Is that a thing? An herbalist or someone who like knows about like what herbs are. And they okay. were like, I have no idea what this is. <laughs> and so then I just didn't cook with it because I got scared. I Googled Kratom and immediately found something from the National Institute on Drug Abuse website. <gasps> Spelled K-R-O-T-O-M? K-R-A-T-O-M. Oh. They must have spelled it wrong because it, it looks just like basil. <gasps> what is it? It's, it's a, a drug? It has mild psychotropic effects. Oh, oh my God. Are you serious? I think this is like K2. Oh my God. Or it's not that, but okay. Um, Why is Johnson? It can have psychotropic effect. It is not currently an illegal substance and has been easy to order on the internet. It (gasps) is sometimes sold as a green powder in packets labeled not for human consumption. (laughs) (laughs) It is also sometimes sold as an extract or a gum. What? How do people use Kratom? Most people take it as a pill, capsule, or extract. Some people chew Kratom leaves or brew the dried <gasps> or powdered leaves as a tea. Sometimes the leaves are smoked or eaten in food. Oh, my God. Well, they um, should have told me. How does it affect the brain? It can cause similar effects. It can cause effects similar to both opioids and stimulants. No. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Is I'm this glad still in your house? No, I threw it out. Oh, it my can God. sedation. It can produce <gasps> sedation, pleasure, oh. and decreased pain, especially when users consume large amounts of the plants. Can you imagine if um, I put that in my baked ziti and then and then <laughs> Chris it just and I had a full on had like a sedative effect, but then also uh, increased energy, sociability, and alertness oh, well. instead of sedation. So you really, it's a it's a dealer's choice if you're going up or down on this thing. Oh my God, Anna. Health effects can include nausea, itching, sweating, dry mouth, constipation, increased urination, loss of appetite, <laughs> seizures, and hallucinations. Seizures? <laughs> oh my God, Andrew. <laughs> there have been multiple reports of deaths in people <gasps> who had ingested Kratom. Oh. But, but most involved other substances. Okay. There are 11 deaths associated with it, nine of the 11 included other drugs, including uh, an antihistamine, alcohol, caffeine, benzos, fentanyl, and cocaine. That is a wild range of things. That is a wild like range coffee of coffee and fentanyl. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that got much scarier than I thought. I thought the scary Andrew. thing was not them not having chicken, but now, in fact, it's that they were selling a potentially deadly herb. Wow. You can also, it, it's, it's um, habit-forming. It's addictive. Oh, God. But people will use it to control withdrawal symptoms and cravings caused by addiction. Wow. Wow. Wild. Well, now, I mean, now that's a public service announcement for our listeners, so keep an eye out for Kratom and don't mistake don't basil for Don't go grocery it. shopping. I guess we can't say that. Yeah. No, we can't it. like have like a no. No, but just be aware. Just be aware of the labels of your. Here's the herbs. thing. If you're going to go grocery shopping, go to a grocery store. That's a grocery store. Mm-hmm. And that's just something to keep in mind. Yeah, that's, that's a fair way of putting it. Oh, boy. Well, Anna, this was a ton of fun as always. Uh, I don't I don't mean to beat on you. I, I did go grocery <laughs> shopping at Dwayne Reed for the first year of college. And <laughs> but I see, could, they didn't have bread because it was a drugstore. So instead, I got graham crackers and just had peanut butter and jelly on graham <laughs> crackers for a year. I remember you also one time 
Um, not to put you on blast, but was wasn't there a thing where on your desk you were eating Oreos Please. and there was a little bit of white, um, what looked like extra oh, yeah. icing, and then you put your <laughs> pressed your finger down on it and put your put it in your mouth, and it immediately dried your mouth up because it was deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> oh god andrew we're not gonna of top course. that um no so, we're not that speaking of our mouths dried out it's time to stop talking yeah um thank you all for listening so much thanks we everybody enjoy our friendship we do um thank you to scary stories on ghosts in general um please um subscribe to our podcast wherever uh-huh. you want um, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram at scary story underscore pod. Um, and please DM us your scary stories. Um, we'd love it. S- send us all the ghosts you can find. Won't you? <laughs> uh, but for now, one last thing, get, get out. out forever. Dog. This has been a forever dog production executive produced by dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.